All right, I'm recording. Here we go. Welcome to Free Yourself Podcast po- Podcast Part Two with Lewis, Freddie Boy, Sierra. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Um, a little tired after a long day, but oh, I'm yeah, here. Well, <laughs> what's your day look like? Um, today I woke up, hit the gym like I normally do. Um, went back to my van, actually donated some stuff because I've, uh, I've been making more space in my van and just getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Um, I went to Goodwill, donated a whole bunch of stuff. And then from there, um, I went and taught three different classes. I taught a, a little ninjas class. Um, and then I taught a kid's parkour class and then I had the adult parkour class. Um, or I kind of injured myself in the little kids class, and uh, don't lie, man, they beat you up. You can say it, don't no, it, they beat you up. Yo, it was crazy because the kids like to chase me, right? And they're actually they're actually really fast and good. And uh, I tried getting away from one of them. And you know, when you're the older instructor, when you have a bunch of little kids looking up to you, they kind of think you're a superhero, and you you kind of got to keep that image. So I hurt my knee and I just, I sat there and I was just kind of like, all right, I can't let them know that I got hurt <laughs> or, or their image of me is going to be ruined. They're not going to think mm. I'm a superhero anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, bro, but when you, when you're injured like that, they smell blood, bro. It's like a, it's like a shark. They smell blood. They'll come at you harder. Yeah. My kids are savage. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um how long you been doing what is it parkour oh parkour parkour yep how long long you been doing it honestly i've been (laughs) as poppy would say i've been doing this since i was a kid i would run around and jump off of furniture jump off of like any random stuff i'd find outside and dad would always be like i swear if you get hurt I'm going to beat your ass on the way to the hospital. So if I ever got hurt, I just wouldn't say anything. I would get up. I would, you know, rub some dirt on it, as they say. And I would just keep going about my business. If he was like, did you hurt yourself? I'd be like, nope. <laughs> those are those kind of things that stick with you to like, like today. For, for instance, like when you got hurt, it wasn't that you wasn't trying to play it off. You was trying to play it off for the kids. It's like you, you had it in the back of your mind. Like if you show any, like any sign of injury, your dad's voice is back there like, oh, I'm going to beat your ass <laughs> yep. on the way to the hospital. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, so right. true, though. Yeah, those are some things that we don't, we don't, um, we don't notice them because we've grown up and in, in, it's been normalized for us and where a lot of the things that we do is because we grew up that way and it's like subconsciously we do that um and that goes for like even showing emotions um you know if you don't learn to that it's okay to uh, for boys to cry um Mm -hmm. that we carry that on and and so we don't cry right but what where does that emotion go if we can't cry where does that emotion go yep and the worst kind of of emotion or energy is pent up emotion and pent up energy. Yeah. Because it builds and builds and builds until eventually it's like, well, not really much to build and just spills over. Yeah. Yep. It's either, it either comes out um, where you're acting out something or, uh, out of anger or like it's, it, it shows up like a, a disease in, in your body. Um, um not necessarily a disease, but like there's, you know, some you're, there's a pain in your back that you don't know where it came from, that it's like emotions are stored. They got to be stored somewhere. Right. Um, yep. So, you know, it shows up that way. And hey, look, who, look who just showed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Guess who just showed up during the interview. Get out of here. Where I can't see. Bobby. Oh, uh, Mira, estoy uh, hablando con... Mira, con quién estoy hablando. <laughs> ¡Andando! ¡Eh, hey, papá! 
Andando, andando. Bendición, no te veo. Dios te bendiga, papá. No, 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 no tengo luz, no. ¿Qué hace? Ahí, ahí, acabando de llegar de la iglesia. Ajá. ¿Cómo tú estás, papá? Todo bien. ¿Me ve ahora? ¿Eh? ¿Me ve ahora? No, I can't see, it's dark. No, yeah, it's too dark. Están afuera. ¿Cómo está la familia, Chaito? La familia está bien, gracias a Dios. Estamos buenos, sanos. Amén. Yeah. Esa es la que quiero. Esa es la que quiero. ¿Y tú estás bien? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. Blessed. All right, All right papá. Dios me lo bendiga siempre. Es un acompaño, ¿ok? Sabes que lo quiero mucho. I love you too, tío. Bendición. All right, yo te bendigo, papá. Tato. Ay, papá, yo voy a terminar um, esto una horita, lo que sea, y después te, te veo adentro, ¿ok? Dale. Love you, papá. Love you too, papá. That's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like saw him and I was like, I was like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't say anything. He was looking at me like, what? I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? I might as well just like not. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, what's man. up. So you come and you just getting home from from your from your long day, huh? Well, so I normally stay in my van in different places. Mm -hmm. But um, I talked with Poppy. I talked with Poppy because the van is doing like this. Uh, I mean, to cut it short, um, we're just going to work on my van tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, he told me, he was like, oh, just just come over here, um, park your van. You know, you could stay in the van still if you'd like. And then um, in the morning we'll we'll go work out together and then we'll just you know go um work on the van and get everything fixed that's dope that's nice yeah so that's that's where i'm at right now i'm behind um dad's apartment so i told him to come check it out see where i was parked to make sure everything was good mm -hmm. and uh yeah that's the plan for tomorrow now he's in tampa right yes you guys are in tampa All right yep with Tito Yolanda <laughs> and um And Tio Tito's in Kissimmee or Orlando? Uh, or Kissimmee? I don't know, because I, I heard, I don't know if he's moved yet, but I was told that he's going to be moving to Oregon soon. Holy cow. Oh, yeah, his uh, his wife's uh, daughter lives out there, something like that? Yeah, I met her. She's really cool people. They both are. They're both really cool people. <laughs> Good thing is, I mean, he could, he could, he knows his way around a farm, man. You know how how, <laughs> how they grew up in Puerto Rico, right? Uh, mom yep. and dad. I mean, mom, our dad, your dad grew up. Um, you know, they got the finca right there. So yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get for dad some um, someday. Because I mean. He he's he's happy and all, but I know if I got him like a little place with like land and stuff, mm -hmm. he would definitely not say no. He would jump out that in a heartbeat because he just that's what he always talks about. He talks about like he was like, man, you know, back in my day, we were so young, we were so innocent, and like you know, there was nothing. Like he even told me, he was like, you know, we grew up different because back in our day, we would go out into the woods, and you know, it's not like you guys nowadays. You go, you guys go out into the woods. And, you know, you have to be smoking pot or drinking or yada, yada, yada or whatever. He's like, no, we didn't do that. You know, what we did. We would go out to, into the into the, the jungle or whatever. And, you know, we would we would eat frogs. We would eat squirrels, whatever we could catch. And like, he's like, we, we wouldn't come home to like six or seven o'clock at night. And I'd be like, man, really? And he'd be like, yeah, we'd be full, too. I'd be like, man, I'm about to say. Full, full of squirrels and frogs. I don't know, man. That's like, that's like you know when your parents like when I was your age, I used to walk 15 miles in the snow. You ain't walk no 15 miles in the snow. Oh. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't eat no frogs. No, so they probably did, man. Um, I know they actually probably walked 15 miles to get to to uh to their school in the morning. I, I know my dad used yeah. to tell me, um, they used to like have to cross the river, the the little river in the back, um hike it up go yeah, it was like 15 miles from the house it's like literally an adventure every day just to get to school mm -hmm. lucky it didn't snow in puerto rico because then it literally be like 15 miles in the snow had a couple squirrels shit i even I, killed a bear one time we ate for i would kill the bear one time for months <laughs> i could see poppy just being like oh it's snowing 
oh, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to go build a fort instead of going to school. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, that's cool. It was, it was good to hear, hear him. Um, all right, what else? What's new? What's new in your life, man? Um, so actually, I'm glad you asked because there's, there's like a few things I've been worried thinking about i don't want to say worry been thinking about i'm gonna step back in here so i don't know how much of me you're gonna see because i'm going back into the van kind of hurt my leg earlier so i'm just gonna sit down for a little bit while i'm about to pull up some pictures in a minute of you so we'll still see you (laughs) (laughs) i figured out the share um since it was the first time uh zooming on this laptop it wasn't set up to share correctly but now is good to go nice hopefully this time everything comes out uh uh how you say better than expected (laughs) yeah 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 no yeah um honestly in my life i've been just thinking about what i want to do lately because um i'm working right now you know teaching kids um martial arts and parkour and whatnot Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty happy with that um there's another company in there that does strictly martial arts and they've been thinking about hiring me too so that i'd basically stay in the same building but being paid by two different people which would be awesome um but at the same time i don't know if you ever um got to meet my my sister that passed away bianca oh yeah yeah i did um we used to hang out a lot um back in the days when we were teens yeah i mean not not a lot like every every day or stuff like that because obviously you guys lived in new york but we used to go back and forth to new york a lot your your pops used to come down we used to go down um but yeah go ahead so her um my niece and nephew her kids are basically like grown now Mm. and um, siani runs like this she kind of runs this business where they do transport yeah like uh if someone needs something moved like you know truckers and whatnot so she was telling me, you know, if you come work over here, like you just you just come check it out. Um, I'm trying to sum it up. I don't want to like bore you with all the crazy details. But she was basically telling me, you know, come work over here. You can work as much as you want. Like, you know, you'll make really good money. You could work two, two weeks straight and then have a week and a half off. And I've been thinking about it and praying a lot about it because I pray a lot. And um, I've just been like. I don't know, the last week I've been kind of like, God, are you are you telling me that I need to start doing more stuff myself and like asking you less? Like, or, or like, do I just need to start doing what I think is right as long as I'm staying within those boundaries of 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 your laws? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, what you're trying to tell me, what's right and what's wrong. Like, are you just trying to tell me to have more faith in my decisions and know that you're going to have my back no matter what I choose? <laughs> so I've been thinking about it and um as much as I like what's going on for me right now I'm the type of person I can't do one thing for too long like I have to grow if I don't feel like I'm growing in some way shape or form then I I just get bored I feel like I'm I'm stagnant mm-hmm. um so I, I'm really thinking about going and doing that because I feel like it could open a lot of doors for me I feel like it can um like I'll be able to travel more I'll be able to save more most importantly, I'll be able to try to figure out some way of um of having my daughter more in my life mm-hmm. and having more uh, like sadly in today's society, uh, you know, as they say, money talks and bullshit walks. And I've I've never really liked that analogy because I've never been one to really like I, I used to have kind of like a hate of money because mm-hmm. I had this I had this perception in my mind that money made everyone evil and that money was just, you know, just the root of all evil and that money changes people. Mm. And little by little, I feel like God's been showing me like, that's just what money has been used for, but it doesn't necessarily make money evil. Right. So I've been thinking about it. I'm like, you know, maybe God has made me this way so that I would feel the way I did about money. So that when I actually did get to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start making it. It won't change me. Absolutely. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. I'm just like, you know, maybe it's time for me to just take that jump. Um, and to just work, sacrifice a little now. And then that way later 
um, I'll have more ability to actually not just chase my dreams, um, but actually put things financially in place to where I can chase and achieve my dreams. Mm. And that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. Yeah. That I, and so in making that decision, how do you feel inside? What's that initial feeling? Um, on the inside, it, it kind of scares me a little bit. Cause I'm mm -hmm. like, I could, I could potentially be leaving something that's really good for me and jumping to something that I have no clue how it's going to turn out. Mm -hmm. But, um, it, it, to be honest, I've always been someone to where if I'm scared to do something, I don't necessarily take that as a bad thing. Um, there's one quote that I remember, I think it was from one of the mafia movies where the guy says, um, if you're about to take a jump and you're scared, that's exactly when you should jump. Because if you don't, you'll just stay in the same place stuck forever. And, you know, whenever I'm, I'm I, I think about that when it comes to parkour, you know, because in, in parkour, a lot of the things we do is scary when you're jumping from one building to another mm. and you know, if you mess up that, that, you know, that's it. There's, there's a little bit of fear there, but you can't <laughs> let the fear make you hesitate because no. if you hesitate because of that fear, that very hesitation is what will make you fail. Yeah. But if you push through that fear anyway, and you commit all the way and you jump, you, you make it on the other side and you're that much more confident because of it. You're that much stronger because, because yeah. of it. Because you're like, wow, I can actually do this now. And then the next time you do it, you do it like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you know you can do it now. It now it becomes, now it becomes. Um, not that it becomes like routine or it just comes easier, but now you know you can do it. Your confidence builds. You know, um, a lot of times I give this story to to the kids that I work with, or, or even people that I that I work with now that are scared to. They're scared to you know take a next step, go up another level, or even just speak in front of a couple of people or in a meeting or whatever, is that <clears throat> um, those things to get better at something, you the more you practice it, the easier it is. So for my kids, I say, you know, how do you get better at playing basketball? You're right. You want to be the best basketball player, right? What's the first thing you do? Um, you know, first you, you pick up the ball, go to the court, right? And um you start taking shots, right? You want to you want to get better at your foul shot. What do you do? You shoot mm -hmm. shot after shot after shot after shot because that practice makes you better. That when the when it's time for the game, you already got that um, that muscle memory that that uh, that motion. It's like you're you're shooting it. Uh, you know you're more confident, right? And that helps yeah. you. Um, so as a DJ, when I first started DJing, the guy that, uh, that, that was my mentor, um, that, that put me on, we used to rock this, uh, this club called stage East. And I'm telling you, this shit used to be packed, 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 packed. And the DJs, the, uh, where the DJ stood was up uh, -huh. uh like another level like you you're looking down at the crowd the crowd is looking at you right anything you mess up <laughs> the crowd knows exactly where you at <laughs> <laughs> he's rocking it he's a great dj uh dj carrasco um mm -hmm. so he's rocking and he's like yo grab the mic hype the crowd up and i'm like nah what no. you're looking at him like what <laughs> you see all those people out there and he's like yeah, go ahead, do it, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm DJing, you do it, grab the mic. That's why you're here. That's why I brought you along, right? So I'm like, damn. All right, so I'm like, you know, everybody make, everybody say, I don't know what I said. Everybody say, oh, put your hands up. And everybody looked at me like, what the <laughs> f And I'm looking at my boy like, yo, yo complete bombed it bombed it bro i'm like uh yeah <laughs> right so next week 
again, boom, we're rocking and rocking and rocking. And he's like, yo, get on the mic, hype him up. I'm like, oh, shit, you don't remember last week, man? He's like, yeah, no, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm like, all right, here we go. So I do it again. It, it, got, it got a little better. Uh, got a smaller response, right? I mean, a bigger response. And I'm like, all right, you know, I didn't completely bomb this one. And then next week, I'm like, all right, well, he's going to ask me already. So I'm like practicing in the car. You know what I'm saying? I'm like trying to get myself hyped up. Um, And then I do it and, and it was a lot better. Right. But the moral of the story is that, you know, that it's that scared, that scaredness where the when you break out of that, that like the show, when you break out of that shell, when you step out of your shell or that comfort zone, it can it can take some time practice. But when you when you get it, it's like, what did you see that? Did you see yeah. them get their hands up? Yo, look at that. What? Give me the mic. Give me the mic. Right? You get so hyped afterwards. You're like, yeah. Yeah, bro. It's like, yo, that energy is is real. It's like, yes, yes. But check it out. I mean, it's still, you. there's still times that you grab it like you're ready to, to like hype them up, get them all hyped up or whatever. And you still bomb it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, at this point, like, I don't even, I, yeah, I mean, you care that they didn't put their hands up because you want to, you want to try to get it right. Right. But you're not as scared. You're not worried that if you mess this one up, you're never going to get it again. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that when you, and to come back to your story about whether you think it's right or not to take that step or that leap, it's meant to help you grow whether whether you figure out if this was the right move or not it's still a growth you're 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 gonna go through you would you the worst thing is that you're gonna figure out well you know what i didn't like that and it didn't take me where i wanted to but you probably learned you know what not to do or you might come across something that oh shit you know you think back that i probably i found something that i probably wouldn't have found if I was still, if I didn't take that leap, right? Yep. Because you can, you never know. You might be on the road, and you might be do, working here, and you, and another opportunity opens up, where, like I said, you're you're looking back, and you're like, damn, bro. You know what? If I never made the choice to to take that job, I probably wouldn't have ran into this, or, or or whatever it is, right? Or you might just freaking love it and just be the best thing you ever did (laughs) but freddie i'm learning that um like there 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 is not there's no mistakes in life it might feel like you know what if i take it and it's the wrong thing it is there's no mistakes bro there there's no mistakes there is a learning experience um there is, like I said, like you, you figure out that that's not what you wanted. You might find something else, but um, every step that you take uh, forward is not, it's leading you down your path and you have to trust that. Like you said, um, you know, is God waiting for me to make my move? Yeah, he is most definitely <laughs> waiting for you to make your move. God's like, you're always asking me, like, why don't you just do something and trust that I'm going to be there? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I got you. Right. You know, what happens is sometimes it, it might take you a little longer to get to where you're to to that destination because you get the thing back and you're like, you know what, man, I, you know, I learned a lot, but I think this is the road that leads to where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Right. Where that's great too that's fine too you just make that choice and go the key to life and we talked about this before is to live in the present moment right and do what's in the present moment to do it to the fullest don't sit there and regret or think back like 
man, I don't know if I should take it. I don't know if, if I should have did this or I shouldn't have done this. No, if you're in it, you're in it. You're doing it. And if you're not liking it, stop doing it and go this way and then do that fully. Right. Don't think back like, damn, was it the right thing? Was it not? Boom. Forget about that. Stay present in the moment. If you don't like it, just change it. But keep going. Keep staying in, in the moment. Anyways, I think I'm talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Honestly, that's all. That's all. Like right on point, because um, that reminded me of another um, another thing that I had seen, like because what I do is I'll pray about it and then I'll kind of like. I'll see signs and it hits me and I'm like, all right, cool. I think this is God trying to like tell me that he wanted me to see this because this is an answer to one of my prayers. And one of the things that I saw, it said, um, if you're going to try something, don't just stick your foot in it. Fully commit. If you're going to try anything in life, don't half-fast it. Go all or go home. Yeah. Like, if you're going to try, try with your whole heart and your whole being. If not, don't even try. Mm -hmm. Like, why try if you're only going to, you know, kind of do it? (laughs) Because what happens is if you kind of do it, if you kind of do it, you're, you're robbing yourself from the full experience. Yep where you might think back like damn you what what if i would have just what if i would have just committed to doing it and not half doing it right mm-hmm. and and bro i mean that is it happens and it's got to happen the the problem that we have as humans is that that's that doubting ourselves that doubting ourselves is actually not allowing you to appreciate that moment Right. Anytime you're doubting, it is you're you're not in the moment. You're doubting. You're thinking about something else where there's a time and place to think about it. There's memories that you think about that is, you know, that was great. Or there's a memory of something that you did that you learned a lesson like, damn, you know what? I'm never I'm not going to do that again. That's fine. But if you get stuck in that. You're you're robbing yourself of that moment. Or like I said, like you're robbing yourself of that experience of being there fully. Mm-hmm. And it should is easier said than done, bro. I mean, I can sit here and no, say No, 100%. They actually had a, a study um, where they, the results of the study, they basically proved that our, our human brains are actually designed to keep us from doing new things. Like our brain is like, that's why a lot of people I've noticed in today's society, especially the younger people, they complain a lot about, oh, I'm I'm anxious or oh, I have a lot of anxiety. I can't do this. I can't do that because that's anxiety, anxiety. And they use it almost as like as an excuse to never leave yeah. their homes and do anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. I've been in many situations where I'm sitting there around a whole bunch of new people and I feel super anxious. Yeah. But then I just tell myself, you know what? these guys don't know me i don't know them they probably feel just the same way i do exactly hey you know what i'm just gonna pretend that i'm cool and then by pretending you're cool you come off as cool (laughs) you fake it till you make it (laughs) yeah you fake it till you make it and people don't understand that like people i've had people come up to me all the time they're like oh i could never do that that would make me feel this way and i look at them i'm like you think i'm some kind of like superhero like what do you you yeah. think I don't get these feelings too? Like, I yeah. like, well, how do you do it? I'm like, I just do. They're like, really? But don't you feel this way? I'm like, yeah, but I don't let it stop me. No, exactly. That's the, and that's the key, um, Freddie. It, that is the key. That is the key because you're absolutely right. People and some of the things that that I do and you know, stepping up and and so I I've learned. And I do things sometimes, I'm, a lot of times I'm scared to do it. I'm scared, but I do it to get out of my comfort zone or to like when a fear comes up, I'm asking myself and I've learned that, all right, what is this fear and how do I get past it? And I just do it, right? But then mm-hmm. you come to find out like everybody is scared at that moment. And, you know, you do it a couple of times and, 
they're like, yo, you just get up there. You always just do something like you, you, you it comes easy. I'm like, no, like you, it might no, it look doesn't. like that, it might it look might look easy, like that but, but I'm, I'm just as scared <laughs> as anybody else. I just, you know, want to get past that for myself. And bro, and it's one of those great feelings like, yo, mm-hmm. that's so scary, but man, look, like I did I, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it, it, it is, it is, um, that's real and i think that's what the anxiousness too it is um and it's normal to have anxiety bro like there's times mm-hmm. that, that i have anxiety of being in places and, and i've dj clubs i've been in places that are packed i've been around a lot of and you know sometimes a lot of times i'm, I'm great in those environments but sometimes like it is they anxiety is real bro and it's you mm-hmm. know sometimes that the energy in the in the place is off right but for yep. us to be able to pay attention to it and say, make that decision, like, okay, like, I could move through this, or I just get out of here because I'm not up to it right now. And that's great. <laughs> you know? like, if you're not up to it right now, that's it's okay too. Like, but mm-hmm. you can't live your whole life like that. Like, you can't live your life just scared to do everything because, you know what? That's anxiety. I'm not like, and I'm not downplaying anxiety at all because it's real, but there are moments where you, it's a it's a chance for you to move through that. Yep, to grow. Yeah, there's a saying, bro. There, there's a saying that says if if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Yep. You know. Um. But yeah, so like my wife thinks I do things. I mean, you, that's you. You do that all day. Like it's you do that all day. Like, no, that's, it's not that easy. <laughs> I'm like, it might <laughs> look like that after, but no, that, that shit wasn't easy. It's um, like while you're in the moment, you're literally sitting there, like, all right, I gotta do this right, all right, I gotta do this right, all right, don't mess this one up. Yeah. All right, dude. And then at the end, you're just like everyone's like, Wow, man, you did that so smooth, yeah. you so easy, but in your head, you're just like, mm, no. <laughs> no, you know, and so you know what's helped me along the way is like I'm, I'm not afraid to fail at it because what I got from it means a lot more from what you got from it because you might you might see me as like oh man he bombed it right but um I failed I learned how not to do it next time right so you're now you got next time I know I'm not gonna do it this way I'm gonna do it that way um but 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 the thing is bro like everybody fails at some point bro there's there's nothing wrong with failing at some points it's nothing wrong man we get caught up in judgments and how we look yeah oh man i must have looked stupid like everybody now everybody thinks about that right everybody thinks i'm gonna look stupid i'm proud of myself because even though i look stupid i was brave enough to do it right which made me feel great um but like it also like you you're gonna get another chance to do something mm-hmm. um and if you don't, I, yeah. I actually like that you said that because i've noticed a lot of people for some reason once they become quote unquote adults they and i, I, I hope you're ready i'm about to get really deep with this yeah, yeah normally people like they think oh i'm an adult now i have to watch how i look i have to you know i can't look dumb i can't look childish i can't look this i can't look that and they worry so much about what other people think mm-hmm. and one of the things i literally remember telling myself as a kid i would always be like freddie don't don't lose your smile don't become like all the other adults like don't don't yeah, grow up now yeah. yeah i was like don't don't become you know uh so so serious and so like strict about everything and yada 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 mm-hmm. and i've gotten i've gotten jobs <clears throat> or i've been like with my with my daughter before and people are like wow you're so good with kids like how do you do it and i literally tell them i'm like because i never grew up <laughs> like, yeah I just like it. And in all of our society, like in all of the religious cultures and societies and everything Mm -hmm. in all the texts, they say in order to enter the kingdom of heaven or in order to enter the state of Nirvana or in order to enter, you know, 
the 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 beautiful paradise that's promised in all of these different religions and everything they say that the way to do it is to enter back into the state of a child you have to to enter back into a childlike state and kids kids don't care if they look stupid they actually they honestly think it's funny if they look stupid like they'll play tag they'll play pretend they'll jump around and like and they don't care what they look like like you ask adults hey do you know how to dance Oh, sorry, I can't dance. Uh, I don't dance. I look dumb. You ask kids to, to dance, bro. They, they they'll do the weirdest, craziest looking stuff. But to them, it's dancing because they're like, you know what? This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, and and you know that feeling. You remember that feeling? Yeah. That, of that's course. The, I mean, that's the feeling that I'm talking about. That is the feeling of of living you're and when you're dancing like that like when you're dancing like like nobody's watching or like yes. you don't care who's watching and you're just rocking it out like a kid in that childlike state is that's where um that's that state of being where we are we would thrive if we was to find that and live like that. that not saying that yes. you, you're gonna be dancing for three hours straight because that's the that's the feeling but no, it's that it's that um, not caring what other people think about you. Exactly. And you're right, because society does like you, you grow up, you got bills and you you know, you can't you can't behave like that. Um, you know, there's professionals here or like we don't do that in this house. Right. And it's like, what? <laughs> yep. I'm not even I'm not doing anything to bother anybody. I'm having a great time. Like, well, how are you going to? knock the smile off my face or dim my light or i gotta i just gotta be different now like why Mm -hmm. um where when you find that it's that feeling inside is that that feeling that that is going to attract more more positive into your life um yeah that's pretty much why i start started this podcast bro because i feel that way when i when i work the job that i do mm-hmm. dude, i feel like that when when i <laughs> when i help um uh the kids that i work with and the families and you can see the light in their eyes yeah that feeling is off the hook like yo this person's day and life just got better because they learned to do something different um that helps them in life you know work on working on their anger um you know uh creating something to present to the other kids it's it's just it's just a great feeling um and i feel like spreading that can help other people be like well you know what if he's doing what he loves to do shit i want to do what i love to do yep and that's the thing people don't understand they think that in our society we have to be a certain way but if everyone woke up to the fact that we the people have the power people think oh yeah if the government shut down we wouldn't have doctors anymore we wouldn't have lawyers anymore we wouldn't have this that and the other because because no one would get paid but that's not true what would actually happen and a lot of people don't know this Mm -hmm. if you look up the time of the renaissance yeah and why the renaissance was such a huge impactful era in our history it's because people weren't getting paid to do things anymore so instead of people doing things for money like instead of teachers going to teach kids even though they don't like kids just for money those people would quit their jobs because they were like okay well if i'm not getting paid i'm not going to do what i don't want to do so mm-hmm. then people who loved it would step in and then you would have doctors who actually care about people, teachers who actually care about the children and teaching the children, artists who actually love the art, not just the money, but they love just expressing that part of themselves. And if you look at the Renaissance era, that's literally what happened. We got Picasso, Shakespeare, like all of these people were doing what they loved because they didn't have to worry about doing a job that they didn't love just to survive. Yeah. And if we can, we literally have the means right now at this point in time in our, in our society 
if everyone were to just be like, you know what? We're going to go back to tribal ways of living. If everyone started growing food in like neighborhood gardens, community gardens, people just started helping out. Hey, oh, you need a lawnmower? Uh, I just bought this one. Um, everyone on the block can use it. Yada, yada, yada. Like if people started actually coming together. Together, unified. Yeah. Yeah. People wouldn't have to go do mm -hmm. nine to five jobs that they don't like every single day. People would be like, oh, well, this is awesome. Well, since since you cut everyone's grass because you love to cut grass, um, I love I love reading and writing. So I'm going to start reading to everyone's kids and teaching yeah. everyone's kids in the neighborhood how to read and write. And then yep. you have people doing what they love. And when you have people doing what they love, everyone starts to have the opportunity yeah. to share what you just said, to share that love with each other, yeah. to share that joy with each other mm -hmm. and to help each other grow. Yeah. That's the vision. That's the vision for a unified um, world or yep. united world. Um, and Fred, I feel like it, it, it's going to get there. I think we're eventually going to get there. I hope we get there while I'm alive because I'd love to see that because, you know, and then you get everybody that's doing something they love. Everybody's happy. Everybody's and you're helping someone, bro. <laughs> helping someone is one of the best feelings ever, bro. You know what I'm saying? And not and not um, not because you look good doing it. No, I mean, it feels great that you help somebody do something that they didn't know how to do before. Mm hmm. <laughs> It's it's great. And then you do it. Yo, one of the keys to to uh, living in your passion and and is is doing it is doing it without an an insistence of what you're getting back or what the outcome mm -hmm. is gonna be. You can't do something with a with a thought in your mind at the like you know, oh, it's gonna be this and it's I'm gonna do this. And I'm gonna get paid this much money for it, right? You're not, you're not in the moment if you're thinking about what you're gonna get from it, or nope. you're thinking you're doing something because the outcome is gonna be, oh my God, I'm gonna reach, I'm gonna, this is gonna enlighten and everybody's gonna love and this and that. And then only like one person claps, right? And now, mm -hmm. now it's like you're feeling somewhere where like if you're do it if you're doing it because you just actually love doing it and not thinking about the outcome is where you're living in that like that's the in the process where it's yep. like, i don't care like this podcast i'm telling you i keep going back to this podcast like this because like yes i would love for the whole world to listen to it and be enlightened by it and be like yes i'm gonna live my passion that would be awesome fred but <laughs> at the same time, if I don't reach anybody, shit, man, I just had a, I had a great time talking with you. Right. Great time, <laughs> like this moment is, is enough. Right. And I think a lot of successful people, Freddie, a lot of successful people, I, th I feel like they don't even care. They don't, they're not even watching what's around them. They're into their shit, like, because they love to do it yep you know and then the success and then you don't and then you don't you don't notice your bank account going building like you know somebody for instance somebody makes a, a a beat they love making beats love playing with the drum machine yeah that. yo that's just shit they feel alive doing it right boom 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 they give it to somebody to rap over it that record is taking off over there, but he's working on another beat and another beat. And he's like, yep. hey, yo, you know, they're not paying attention to their bank account when they're doing it. Right. But when they look, it's like, oh, shit, man, look at what I did. How many people are listening to it? I'm number one. That's yep. an awesome feeling, too, bro. That that feeling is good. There's nothing wrong with that feeling, bro. Everybody's listening to your shit. But that's not the reason that you, that you love doing it. Yep. So when I think when you find your passion is is that where everything I, I feel like everything starts to fall in line around you, but because you, you're just in in the zone and doing what you love to do. Anyways, are you ready for your pictures? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm recording this, bro. You ready? Uh oh.
Uh-oh, I'm ready. I wish you could see my face better. <laughs> All right, here it goes. So I'm going to pull up the picture, and you're going to tell me what you were doing, what the story behind it, and even if it's like, nah, you know what? That was nothing. I just did this or whatever. All right, you ready? <laughs> All right. I'm actually going to – I actually want to put this as one of my covers if you give me permission to do it. Okay. And if I make it big, then, you know, I, we'll split some of the some of that money, but check it out. <laughs> Can you see that? <laughs> Yo. Now that is stepping out of your shell. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was such an awesome day. Where so was that? This? Was that I believe was my birthday um, last year, and basically I I had come back home. Um, to hang out with dad for a little bit and um i had just been going through some stuff and i was like man dad you know like i wasn't really staying fit like i am now either i had kind of like gotten a little chubby and whatnot mm -hmm. i was like dad can we just like go to the beach and just get away from everyone for like a day like i just want to hang out and just just vibe and just be near water and nature and he was like all right cool i got the perfect place so the funny thing is we went looking for this perfect place, never found it. And we were just like, like you could tell like the energy was kind of getting like, man, what are we going to do? So then me and dad looked at each other. We we're like, you know what? We're just going to go with the flow. And we were both like, yeah. So we just kept going. And like, we turned that energy around real quick. We randomly found this place and it was such a cool place. We ended up just swimming, cooking, just having fun, hanging out. I had my drone, so I like took pictures from way above. And then as we were um, swimming, I feel something on my feet. And I'm like, yo, this feels, <laughs> this feels like a shell. So me, I, I like I dive underneath and I grab it and I lift it up. I was like, dad, look at this beautiful shell. And he's like, what's that? What's that sticking out of it? And I look and I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is a hermit crab. It's like, dad, this is one big ass that's like you. i'm about to say that thing is huge yeah so we're sitting there and i'm like dad how much you want to bet i could get it to come out and he was like nah it's gonna be scary it's not gonna come out I was like dad watch because like me and dad have always had like a weird thing with animals where we just connect with them really well mm -hmm. so i held it really slow really steady and little by little i started like peeking its little eyes out and then it would like it would put more of its body out and then its claws. And then it just started chilling. Like it, it looked at me and saw me and I kind of looked at it like, Hey man, I'm not going to mess with you. I just think you're cool. And it just, it just started hanging outside of its shell. Like, all right, this is cool. Like weird big giants are picking me up, but at least they're not trying to eat me. So I'm okay with this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we just started taking pictures with it. Nice. That is dope. So that's what I'm talking about. I can, I, can I use this picture? Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at your pictures. I'm like, get out of here. Does that go with my show or, or no? That's literally being in the getting out of your shell and being in the moment. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because yeah, the hermit is. crab was like, you know, if the hermit crab would have stayed in its shell, it would have been scared the whole time. Mm -hmm. But the fact that the hermit crab was like, you know what? These guys really aren't hurting me. Yeah. let me enjoy this because i'm probably never going to experience this again That's and great. like i don't know if you can zoom in but look how happy that little thing it is, is it does look, look at the eyes the eyes are let me zoom in a little bit look Maybe at it it's it literally out. just chilling it looks like it just came out for the picture yep it was like cheese <laughs> <laughs> that's dope yo <laughs> so let's let's talk about that a little bit more uh, about that fear, because like you're you're talking about I mean, let me add um, this to it. You didn't say you were scared, but you got your you feeling something in the in the water. You feel something in your feet and you just go in there and get it like other people would have been like, <laughs> I'm out of here. Yep. There's something just touched my foot. Something just touched my foot. I'm out of here. Bang. <laughs> right. But you know what, you know what the, is those thoughts, those thoughts are usually more scarier than the actual, whatever it is. 100%. For instance, how many times we say, 
if we're watching a scary movie and we're watching it from the outside and we're in suspense, we're like, oh shit, something's gonna happen. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. They hear something and they turn around and they go look for the sound and you're sitting there like, no, what are you doing? Don't do it. Are you crazy? Right? But how many times does that happen in your house? You hear a sound? Yeah, I don't think twice. I go upstairs to check what, what's going on. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Is So when you're watching a movie, is that thought, like, and you know that, yo, something's going to happen and you're scaring yourself. And that, what, that's what the movie's meant to do. But, you know, how many times do we hear a sound and, and we just go check it out to go figure out what's what's that noise? Something just fell. Let me go check it out. Right. Because then you see, you know, I mean, something fell or somebody was upstairs doing something. Yep. But then you realize, like, you, you didn't have nothing to be scared of. You're sitting down here scared of shit because the refrigerator door closed and then you go upstairs and, yeah, somebody opened it and closed it right it wasn't yep. that scary i mean sometimes the opposite happens like sometimes you're scared and you're like man i shouldn't do this but then you do it anyway and it ends up being like wow i'm so glad i did that yeah like instead of being something bad it turns out to be something really really amazing just like what you did you stuck your hand in there you grab that shell and look at that perfect moment that you had <laughs> That's dope. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yep. All right. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, they're not bad. However, they're interesting. Like, I want to talk about this. What is going on here? Wait. <laughs> Wait. Yo, that, that is too funny. You see oh, what I'm man. saying, right? Yep. Can you zoom in on my face real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that grin. <laughs> okay, where was this? Oh. What the heck are you doing with those guns and those girls? <laughs> so this was um, the last year I had spent. Um, well, all of. Uh, yeah. Almost all of last year, I spent in Atlanta um, working on doing stunts, working on um, on like combat, weapon reuse, just working on on developing my skills and getting the right videos and stuff and clips that I would need to get myself into the stunt industry. Mm-hmm. And then this day, um, someone was like, hey, I want you to come in dress nice. We're going to do a photo shoot for you. We're going to do a photo shoot, you know, to start putting you into stunts or whatever. And since I was already dressed nice, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a little photo shoot of myself. And in the stunt place, they have all these fake guns. Mm -hmm. And we use the fake guns in like in a lot of the films that we do Mm -hmm. because they look real. So I grabbed two of the girls like, yo, can you both help me? You both literally seem to be wearing the same thing. You're matching perfectly. Can you help me with a photo shoot real quick? They're like, sure. What, what do you have in mind? And I gave them all these guns and they were like, they looked at me like, well, what are we about to do? Like this, this looks like it's about to be fun. So I was like, let's literally just take a bunch of pictures. Um, Cause someone had joked around saying that I looked like some kind of Puerto Rican mafia boss. And I was like, well, let's do it. I'll be the mafia boss and you'll be my two hit women. Like, let's do it. And they're like, yo, yes, let's do it. So I had bought in a, a Malta because it looks like a beer. And we literally sat there, put some fake money on the table. I put my wallet on the table and we just started taking like, oh, yep, there's another one. And <laughs> <laughs> that one, I was trying to, um, to do little poses to see like how I would look if I were on camera. Like, you know, what kind of face would I make? You know, if I was interrogating someone or, or if I was the mob boss and I was mad at someone. Yeah. You know, how would I be talking to them? What facial expressions would I make? Mm-hmm. I was literally trying to put myself into the actual character. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was I was in the moment of being someone else. Yeah. You look like you were someone else there. You look like that that character. I'm, I'm looking for <laughs> the, I was looking for the movie. I'm like, Dad, 
is did we miss something? Freddy in a movie or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, but that's how that, that I picked these pictures because it looked like you doing your thing. You looked like you were um having fun. It was it was so much fun, man. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's that's part of the reason why I said I wanted to, to start um working that trucking thing that I was telling you about. Yep. Because I could work two weeks and have a week and a half off with that week and a half with the amount of money that I'm going to have. I can literally go to Atlanta, take more of those classes whenever I want, make myself more available to people, Mm -hmm. pay for for really nice photo shoots. Mm -hmm. Like I already have the passion. I'll have I'll now have the time and the financial resources to do it even better. Yeah. Yeah. And so let me go back to that, that relationship you have with money, because I, I was like that too, bro. And you know, that what that did to me is held me back from, from actually attracting um, that into my life, because, you know, I was like that so much it, it, the, you know, the more that you do something, the more it just becomes uh, routine or natural that it's, then you're doing stuff subconsciously where it's like, yep. you know, I'm not even noticing I'm doing that. Or, you know, that feeling you get where, like, what you were talking about earlier, that you think that the money's the root of all evil and fuck that, I'm against money, I'm strike where where um, we have to learn to, to, it's a, it's money, bro, it's, and you assign the meaning to it if you give it a negative Mm -hmm. meaning you're gonna have a negative relationship with with it right or you can decide like no i mean this money can pay my bills i could live you know debt free i could pay my stuff and live life like i could do the things that i want to do like you're saying like you can have this job make that money be able to pay for your dreams to 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 work on that part of it where we have to form that relationship with money, where it's not evil, bro. It's shit. It's part of this world. It's part of um, the system per se. Like it's a system that you have to have to make that money so that you can have a better uh, life. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it, you don't need to, but if you have goals of, like you said, if I need to buy some pictures because I want to um you know shop my pictures around or or my movie clips around <laughs> gotta pay for it somehow right yep um so you know we have to form that relationship and be like yeah i mean it's not you know and then there's people like no i'm i'm gonna like no i'm I, the money is is bad and i just want to help you know the people um that don't have much i'm just gonna give my time to them where that's fine if you want to do that perfectly fine nothing wrong with it but there's also nothing wrong with making a whole lot of money and being able to do other stuff with it too like start charities um buy a whole bunch of book bags right so (laughs) it's not evil it's what you what you want to assign to it and what you can do with it where like i wish i would have not had that attitude early on about like nah man if you're rich it's you're just chasing money you're mm-hmm. it's evil right but you know that's real it's about accepting we can't we can't we cannot deny anything that's that's part of being human right Yep. We can't we can't deny our, our bodies something we can't deny our emotions right you were born with them you, they come up mm-hmm. um, but we have to accept them and move through them because when you move through them is where you where you grow yep I think it goes back to that fear is like sometimes and 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 tell me whether or not you related to this back then. Mm-hmm. I feel like because at least at least this is how I felt about it. I felt like if I did become that person to start changing, to start chasing money and yada, 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 I I was looking at it as as chasing money instead of 
instead mm. of just attracting money. And um, I guess I almost had a fear that the money would change me. Oh, yeah. But now I know I'm like, I don't need to be scared because I, I've been scared of so many other things and I've done it anyway. And things always come out like good. And even if they don't come out good, I learn from it. Right. And now I'm at the point where I'm just like, I know money's not going to change me. If anything, yeah. money's going to make me more of who I am because right. I'm a giver at heart anyway. And when I see someone in the street and I can't give them anything, that kind of hurts me a little bit. Yeah. But now, like, if I start attracting that abundance, mm -hmm. if I see someone who really needs help, it won't, like, I won't think twice to be like, yo, here's $200. Go get yourself a shower. Go get yourself something to eat, some clothes. Like, you, you're really trying to get a job. You're really trying to, like, I've been where you've been, and this is what I needed. Here, I'm giving this to you. When I see you in a week, you better be doing good. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah exactly you're able to do more with it mm -hmm. right as long as you don't change who you are and you and but i mean here's another thing Fred. i mean you might you, you naturally you're going to change but it doesn't mean that it's going to change for bad right because mm -hmm. obviously as you you know the more money or experiences you go through um yeah you know and you might and there's nothing wrong with listen i like this not that you have to live lavishly all the time but there might be some things that don't like this quality that shirt right there i love the way that shirt just fits me and that shit might cost like 75 dollars, right mm -hmm. but damn man i feel so comfortable in it like it's like <laughs> i'm gonna buy three of these because i just love the way it feels right um but that's if you want to. It doesn't make you. It doesn't make you a bad person or like you know you bougie. Like no, listen, I I, listen, I don't buy it because the way it makes me look. I love the way it feels, bro. I feel like a <laughs> I feel like a million bucks in this thing, bro. So that's me, one hundred percent. You know, and that's something that I've I've learned over the years. Like you know, some people like polos, right? But yeah, polos for them probably just feel amazing. It makes them feel great. Um, and it's not about, it's not always about uh, I'm freaking dope. I'm um, what what do you call it? I'm dripping, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that you know you might, it might seem like a change from the outside, but you know if you're if you're now having new experiences. Now you ate at a restaurant that the food was amazing, but it's like $75, $100 a plate. But damn, that food is banging, right? That it, There's nothing wrong with going there and treating yourself if you're working hard. Um, But yeah, I mean, and, and those are things that it, if it happens, it's nothing wrong with it. And if you don't want to do it, nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. Right. Is that judgment of is that judgment of ourselves, uh, judgment of other people, which I, I cannot stand, bro. I haven't I have no business judging anybody, bro. I'm the last person that judges anybody. <laughs> I hear but, that. But at the same time, like you have no business judging me, bro. Like it's my life. Like how how are you like? I live by this, Fred, <laughs> what you what you think of. What you think of me is none of my business, bro. Like, right? <laughs> none of my business. That's what you think of me? Okay, well, you don't know me. And you have no business judging. Yeah, that's one thing that, that, that I've learned and I actually saw recently. It said, um, you're going to be a hero in some people's story. You're going to be a villain in other people's story. And some people's story you might not matter at all but to be honest none of that has anything to do with who or what you actually are it only has to do with their perception of what they've seen of you i mean so why does it really matter yeah. at the end of the day no one knows who you are but you and god yeah and it's your path yep right like, it's not your path, it's my path. 
what you doing here? What you doing? Here? <laughs> I'm going to my destiny, my destination. This is what I am meant to do. Like you, I mean, you want to walk alongside me and celebrate with me. That's fine, but like, you don't have to, and it's not your, it's not your path, bro. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. All right. I mean, is there anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I guess I just want to leave off with the note for the people who watch this mm-hmm. and, and, you know, feel like they vibe with what we're saying and they can relate. Um, don't let things like fear and anxiety hold you back. Um, there's a story and it's about a kid who's on a horse and the kid is in like these really, really dark woods. And the kid says to the horse, um, horse, I, I, I can't, I can't see the destination. I, I can't see where we're supposed to go. And the horse says, um, little boy, do you see at least the first steps in front of you? And the little boy says, yes. And the horse says, good, just take those. Mm-hmm. So just focus on, don't, don't focus on the future. Don't focus on what might go right, what might go wrong. Cause everyone's always thinking, man, but if I do this, what if, what if, what if, what if you do it and it works out even better than you thought, just focus on what you can do. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on what you can't or, or what hasn't come yet. Focus on what you can do today to yeah. get closer to whatever goal you want. Just enjoy the process don't be so quick to want to get to the journey that you miss all of the sights on the way there. Yeah. That's dope. Like that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right, man. Listen, you're always welcome. Hit me up when you want to come do another one. After you start your new job and stuff um, later on, it's up to you. Uh, hit me up. No, that'd be awesome. Maybe one of the interviews I'll do, I'll be, I'll be on the road driving a truck. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. I love you, cuz. I love you too, man. Tell the family that I send my love. Give everyone big hugs for me. Yeah. And tell them that they gotta give you a big hug for me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. Free All yourself. Right. Free yourself, yeah!